Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I am Kim France. And I am Jen Romolini. And Jen, you're somewhere kind of interesting. Yes, I am. I, as you know, I was really struggling um, with a number of things, including writing this book, including getting my brain on any kind of like focus or track or anything. And so I went to a cabin in Iceland for most of November to write my book. And you got a lot done, right? And I've gotten a lot done. Yes, I have. Um, I mean, it's not it's it's not publishable, but I have, you know, I have written half of the book, at least more than half of the book is in, you know, is written and in some shape. And the book makes sense to me now as a book. And mm-hmm. I went away basically for three weeks and I shut off all social media and I got my brain working again. I was very inspired by Bonnie, our guest, Bonnie Siegler, um, who said that she had shut off social media when she went on a trip. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that. And I'll tell you, I feel different because I think that Having my attention taken in so many different places constantly. Oh, I'm going to, oh, it's a zing over here. Oh my God, that person got a new kitchen. Zing over Mm. here. Oh, there's some boots being delivered to me, you know, being served up to me. Zing over here. Oh my God, the politics are so bad. Just my attention span was shot. Mm -hmm. And it took me, I'm now three weeks into this trip and it took me a full week to be able to really focus and have my brain be making connections again 
in the way that I used to be able to make connections. And I thought it was just age. I thought it was just like, oh, fuck, I'm old, so I can't remember anything. And no, 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 my brain's working just fine. It's all the bullshit media that I was that I was taking in all day long, starting from the second I woke up. You know, I've been thinking about this a little because I've been thinking that like every time I grab the phone, instead of doing something else, including just thinking about whatever thoughts are in my head, I'm doing something to avoid a moment of discomfort. You know, it's yes. like, what am I going to do? Okay, I'll do the spelling bee. Okay, I'll look at Instagram. Okay, I'll check my email again. And living with that discomfort is what allows you to start making connections and thinking deeply. And I, I do think that these devices really get in the way of us allowing ourselves to think harder about things that are harder. And yeah, and yeah, think harder about things that are harder, have perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, so what I did was I, I disabled all on my phone and disabled all social media. So I took all the apps off my phone. I took the Times app off my phone. And then I set up freedom. I heard Zadie Smith talk about this one. So Zadie Smith just has a flip phone. She doesn't have any social media. And she's like, I want to have social media. I just can't trust myself with it. Right. And then what I did was I got the freedom app, um, which I don't know if you've ever seen or worked with the freedom app. But basically, you can choose which websites to block on the freedom app. And I just mm-hmm. went through and I blocked everything that I go to any time that I want to escape from uh, from thinking. So right. I blocked everything from like Zillow, mm-hmm. Amazon, like fucking everything. And I did it from seven in the morning until eight at night. And wow. then at eight at night, I would have like a little internet time. And then I also was like, oh, that makes me feel bad. So actually, I'm going to not have internet time. I'm going to read a fucking book. And I've read a ton of books. I was going to ask if like the less you were on the internet, the less you wanted to be on the internet. Well, I went back on Twitter because, you know, I would after the block was over, I was like, oh, what happened on Twitter today? And it's just, you know, Twitter is a thief of joy. And I... It really is. And everybody, I think that we also don't realize how unhappy everybody is right now in the U.S. in particular. Yeah. There's like a real hopelessness. And I started really seeing that. And I started seeing like, oh, I was sort of swimming in that pool of hopelessness and really having a hard time with joy feeling joy I mean I think we had a podcast episode about this recently where I was like I don't I I can't I'm having a really hard time experiencing joy in my day-to-day life and I really think it was all the way I was consuming media all day long and into I was a person who I will I will try not to be this person anymore but I've been a person who takes my phone into bed who looks mm-hmm. at my phone before until I go to bed, like none of that good sleep hygiene that you're supposed to practice. And just like look in letting messages bombard me all day, you know, whether it's politics or, you know, I read a story today about this, this rich kid in upstate New York who 
sexually assaulted four underage girls. And he was underage at the time too. And his family is a really prominent family in this neighborhood in New York. And they're lawyers. His parents are lawyers. And the judge let the kid off with like two years probation. And he pleaded guilty. He raped all four of these young women or these girls. He raped these four girls under 16. And the judge let him off. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm choosing to see every day. And it makes you feel hopeless. It does. I was. I read a story so disturbing yesterday that I'm not even going to repeat it because I've been looking on the New York Post app, which I started doing just to look at page six, right? And then, and I, it was just like, God, I know. I don't. I don't need to know that that horrible thing happened in this world, you know. And it was one of the top trending topics. It had to do with a, a woman being like, you know, disgustingly murdered, and <sighs> I just, you don't. You don't need it. You can know what's going on in the world without knowing about the New York Post's trending topics, which is a really skewed look at what's going on in the world. It's a really skewed look at, I mean, the, well, the New York Post. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, know, I know, that, I know. But, but I get it because I get page six and that's fun. But I've also been looking at a lot of international news sites because I'm also on you know, I'm on this weird, you know, whatever my, my internet hookup is, it's, it's like serving me first, you know, things from the UK or things from Iceland or whatever. So I've been looking at, and, and that's a different filter. That's a different, like Mm -hmm. the fucking US right now is just like rich people are bad and taking over everything. There's no social safety net. Biden can't do anything. The Republicans are evil. Everything is bad. COVID won't end. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's true. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, and, And I think this is, you know, there, who was it? It was one, somebody, one of the Russian dictators said something like, there are decades when nothing happens in years when decades happen. And we're living in a few years when decades are happening and being able to pick and choose what news to expose ourselves to and how immersed, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just I like, know exactly, no, what you're saying is, I get what, totally what you're saying. It's too much, it's overwhelming, but also it's stealing the moment, the present moment. Yeah. It's stealing the present moment. Like, I there's a woman um, in the place that I'm staying. There's a woman here from Germany, and she does not have a mobile phone. She's a doctor, and when she when she's on call, she has a flip phone that they can reach her at. But for the rest of the time, she's never had a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. And I had dinner with her a couple nights ago, and I said, "Okay, well, what can't you do?" Like, there's got to be things that you can't do without a phone. Mm-hmm. And she was like, nothing. There's not. I mean, she was like, yes, people can't reach me everywhere. But I have a, I, you know, I'm on my laptop and I check my email fairly frequently. And I was like, but you can't just call someone. And she was like, okay, you're right. I can't. I have to give up the convenience in order to have freedom, which is people can't reach me wherever I am. 
Mm-hmm. Like, so you, I actually just, and she has a son. And I was like, how did you do it with a kid? She was like, I just did it. People did it for a million years. We did it. I mean, that's how I grew up. That's how you grew up. You know, I mean, I, I think about that all the time. Like in the nineties, if you told somebody you would be on a certain street corner at 4 PM, you kind of had to be there because there was no other way to, to be more connected. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying go that extreme. I don't know. I don't want to be without my phone. I like listening to music on my phone. I like podcasts and I like texting my friends and you can always put do not disturb on your phone but it's just like i need to be more mindful with the goddamn phone it's like yeah. it's 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 not been good for my mental health particularly in the last couple of years like particularly since trump was elected to be honest so that's so yeah. many years yeah no i know what you mean it's a lot it's a lot and i think there's got to be some you know happy medium some way of being able to be connected and be on your phone and still not feel like it's sucking your soul out you know yeah I think it just is some self like exercising some discipline and self-control at least for me because I'll tell you you know I've had I've been I've had a FaceTime every day with my kid and it's been amazing and I've been really present for the conversations and I've been thinking I don't know how present I am ever. Hmm. And I've been really wanting to be more present. So that is sort of my December goal going into the new year, more presence. And let's see, there there might be unexpected pockets of joy in the more presence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, I have, but I, yes, you have really fucking big news, bigger than mine. Yeah, talk so about much. it. <laughs> <laughs> I have COVID. Still, um, how many still, days have you had it? Um, this is day nine. Day Holy nine. Shit. It's, I feel better, you know, than I have. Um, but I, I, this thing just, I, and I, I feel very, 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 very fucking fortunate that I got a mild case, but even a mild case of this is really not a lot of fun. And I, my boyfriend got it too. And we've just been like lying around like the two most pathetic people in the world, like, you know, basically flipping coins for who has to take the dog out for a walk then like you know double masking ourselves up so we can go outdoors and the rest of the time we've just been in here watching like endless episodes of the wire and um trying to feel better like you know there were days where if i was laying down you know that feeling when you're sick where like if you're laying down you're like okay now i'm antsy now i want to get up and then the yeah. second you get up you're like whoa wait a second i need to lay yeah. back down that's what yeah. it's been like all week that's been the whole week you know beyond a week longer than a week so it sucks. I don't know how I got it, although, you know, we went to a concert, um, but that was already probably too long ago to have given it to me. I don't fucking know. I've been in restaurants, though. I haven't been super, super careful, you yeah. know, because I was vaccinated and, and, and I was supposed to get my booster on Sunday, but that, of course, didn't happen because I was sick instead. But it's just been it's it. it it's been kind of a drag, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and then you apartment. lost your sense of smell. Wait, tell me about the apartment. Oh, the apartment is like a s beyond a sty. The apartment <laughs> is such a mess. There's like, you know, I'm looking right now at Paul's half-eaten egg sandwich from breakfast. <laughs> 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 Which will, you know, probably be there for a couple more hours before one of the, It's like that. 
Oh um, God. It's like that. It's just like, it's just like, a, it's just like struggle times. It's just struggle <laughs> times. And then I'll get it together to like make dinner. And then it, it just like that. There's no, there's no way I can clean up after I made dinner. So there's like a mess overnight and it's yucky. And yes, I also lost my sense of smell, which has come back a tiny bit. And that is really disorienting. So what was that like eating? Like, what was it like eating food? Well, food is, has not been a very interesting thing for me these past however many days it's been. Um, but food tastes sort of like itself, you okay. know? Like, you know, because smell is, you know, I thought smell was a, as, was a more important part of taste, actually. Like, I taste more than I thought I would with no sense of smell. But it's weird. And then yesterday I was making pasta for lunch and I had some garlic on my fingers and I sniffed my fingers and they smelled like garlic. And I was like, oh my God, I can smell again. I can smell again. Um, it was very exciting. So wow. Yeah, but also being sick with a, with, a, with a newish partner, that's quite a lot too. <laughs> it was quite a lot. We had, we've gotten along pretty well, but we had like such a ridiculous argument the other day that I was just like, I'm going to stop talking. Like the best thing for me to do right now is to stop talking because we were both just so tweaked. Um, but, and, and usually, you know, he's usually gone a couple days a week and he's yeah. been here straight through. So it has been, um, it's been interesting. Um, but we've, 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 if this is our first big test, I think we've come out. Okay. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot also about space and spaciousness in relationships. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking about how I had not been away from my kid for two years, a full, wow. like since the pandemic started. And then it had been a couple months before that because I hadn't traveled. And I need space. I didn't really realize how much the psychic load of just being an active parent and, and like what, I'll, let me say that I know this is an immense privilege, but since Charlotte was born, I always had big jobs that took me somewhere like away for a couple, mm -hmm. you know, a couple days, every couple months, you know, that mm -hmm. was just on my own. I just always had work travel. And then I had that job, that weed job, where I went to Ireland every six weeks. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it needs to be any, like, this was a dramatic trip. But I can see now my relationship with my child better, where I've been too involved in things, where we've kind of just been too on top of each other emotionally. Mm -hmm. And the same with my marriage. Like... COVID really did a number on all of us, forcing us into these situations. If you're in a committed relationship where you're just on top of each other, monogamy is unnatural enough without yeah. having to live, without being able to live somewhat of a separate life sometimes. Yeah. And I, I realized that I have not... I had not recognized how important freedom and experiencing the world on my own is a necessity to me. Now, I miss them. It's been three weeks and I'm done, but I miss them. But yeah, I need it. 
You know, it's very interesting to me because we're coming at it from such different angles. You're a person who's been in a, a relationship for a long time and has a had a child. Years. For a million years yeah. and has had a child for what, 11 years, right? Yeah. And now you're seeing that space is an important thing. And for me, like the last 20 years of my life, I've been, I've had relationships, but I've been largely on my own. And now for the first time, I am with a person a lot of the time. And that is another way to discover that like your space is something you value. You know, that this whole time I've been living alone and thinking, oh man, I really wish I had a relationship. Oh man, I wish I'd been a mom. Like I wasn't, I wasn't factoring in that actually I was leading a, a reasonably happy life and pretty comfortable with all of the freedom that I had, you know, and, and now it's a different picture. And it, it makes me realize that the freedom's been important to me all along. Yeah, that you made specific choices and maybe you weren't even conscious of it, but that your life actually in some ways really suits you, you know? And it's yeah. nice to have a partner too, but your setup is kind of ideal that you get a couple of days away from each other. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? And Alex always traveled too. So one of us, it's not just that I was leaving. You know, Alex is a... My husband is a celebrity, you know, was for a long time a cele- profiled celebrities. And so he was always sort of traveling here and there to, you know, interview Arnold Schwarzenegger or whomever it would be, you know, <laughs> ja- Jackie Chan in China, you know, wherever it was. And that's been our entire relationship yeah. that one or the other of us was leaving once a month. And I did not, I did not see in the pandemic Oh, this is why we're 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 getting on each other's nerves, because one person is not supposed to fulfill that much for you. No, no, no. That's not that's not the law of the jungle. It's not the law of the jungle, and it's already this ridiculous thing of how we expect you know a partner like oh it's the one and it's gonna it's my, he's my best friend and it's all of these things, but like yeah. actually. I think to have a successful long-term relationship is to, in some ways, minimize the role of the partnership so that the partnership is something that's special. The, yeah. the more it takes over your life, the more you can take it for granted. Yeah, I think that's really true. I think that's so, really true. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's it's freezing here. It's icy. It's cold as shit. I've been cold for three weeks, but my brain is on fire. I'll say that. <laughs> And now let's take a quick break for some ads. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin, and I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry-leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry-leading sustainability standards. You know I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump, and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long, and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Ah. Okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. Now you have told me when I was working on my book, you said that you had red light, green light, yellow light. And that's how yes. you um, identified where you were with your writing. Do you feel like you're in like yellow light, green light land? Well, yes. And red light is you've written it, but you would die if somebody read it. Like that's a specific, like you would die if, if anyone, like an editor, but even a friend, like just was looking at it. And I was there with a lot of it. I think I'm yellow light. Some parts I'm actually like shocked that I actually mm -hmm. like it. I'm like, wow, that, that, that's a good paragraph. Like that's shocking. <laughs> but, but more than that, I think we're so mean to ourselves. Yeah. And I realized that the first couple of days I was here, I, I just had this expanse, you know, first off, I'm in this very rural place. So when I walk out of this cabin, I'm in an expanse of space, but I also had an expanse of time that I haven't had in years. And, and I couldn't, I kept putting so much pressure on myself and every decision I was making was wrong. Oh, fuck. You should have read more today. Oh, fuck. You should have written more today. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. And then I just like got sick of being mean to myself around like day six. And I was like, oh, wait, what if whatever I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing? Right. And maybe I should stop second guessing every goddamn thing I do. And then I just started changing my expectations for this trip. 
I had these very outsized expectations, which were like, I'm going to write the whole book and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to you know, conceptualize what I do, what I want to do with my life next. And I mean, I just had this like ridiculously overambitious thing. And then I was reading, um, here I'd brought an essay collection with me, uh, The Wrong Way to Save Your Life by Megan Stielstra, Stielstra, I don't, I can't pronounce her last name, but she's a really beautiful writer and the front of the book is a heart on it. It's totally worthwhile read. But at some point she says in the book, she talks about a similar experience about going away to write and similarly has all these high expectations and that for this two weeks that she's away from her baby son, she winds up doing nothing but watching, but taking naps and watching True Blood. Mm-hmm. And then the end of this essay is, um, there's more to writing, there's more to writing than putting sentences together or something like that. And I read that and I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> like I needed to read that. So you know, I went and I saw waterfalls. I went and I saw a geyser. I went and, you know, I just was like, I need to live a little bit here. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you live in it. We all live in echo chambers. You know, it's impossible to get a really clear sense of, 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 of like a piece of work when you're living in that echo chamber and when you are checking your phone 25 times a day and, 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 and when you've got your life, um, you know, the full complement of like life problems and perils. Yes. Yes. It's hard hard. to do that. It's hard to do that. And like more than anything, I think I know what this book is now. And I think I trust myself more to execute it. And if that's the best thing that comes out of this, like that's all that needed to come out of it, you know, fine. And, or maybe the best thing to come out of it is that, my my child who'd been treating me like shit like misses me and appreciates me maybe the the important thing to come out of it was my husband needed to learn how to run our household on his own because mm-hmm. i'd been i'd been taking on way too many of the household chores you know like so many things we just don't realize in the moment and we're just constantly trying to control the narrative right mm-hmm. we've got this chokehold on the narrative like, oh, well, if I do this, if I do this this way, then it's going to have this outcome. And at least that's what's happened to me. I didn't used to be like that. I used to be like super free and, you know, who gives a shit and just roll into this thing after another thing. And and then I'd stop trusting being like that because I thought that made me too flaky. And And I think that there has to be a middle ground in this like middle age where we're like, choking trying to control our lives so much that we're choking them and this mm-hmm. was certainly happening to me with the writing and it was certainly happening yeah. to me with my marriage with parenting with everything yeah so anyway um well i am super glad that you have had such a productive time and i'm i'm, I'm more than a little envious that you've gotten to see geysers and waterfalls and beautiful things I know. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so, I can't wait till you show me part of the book. I'm just excited for it. We're, we're, we're months away, but yes, <laughs> yes, I will. I will show you. I will show you when I'm ready, but yeah, I just, um, I think that that's a lesson for anybody when you really are feeling just hopeless to sort of, if you can change your surroundings, change something that you're doing, mm-hmm. like just change your switch. relationship with your phone, something, change something. Go bowling. Like, just exactly. dumb shit. Go do a fucking thing you don't usually do. 
Yes, go do a dumb thing you don't don't go do a dumb thing you don't usually do spontaneously. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Is like losing spontaneity. As I was getting as I was getting older, I was but just like, but that's, but that's not really. I mean, I don't I don't buy that. That's entirely because you didn't want to be perceived as a flake. That also has to do with like having children and having maintaining a marriage and everything else. That kills spontaneity. Dead. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It does that. that and also, the pandemic killed sponta- spontaneity. Dead. I read in New York Magazine this week that sex parties are back and bigger than ever. (laughs) I feel like they write that story every six months. (laughs) I feel like sex parties are always back. (laughs) I mean, I I just think like go whatever, you know, if that's if whatever makes you happy. But I just think a sex party during the tail end of COVID sounds like just about the grossest thing ever. Oh, God, especially like when all these breakthrough cases are happening right now with the Delta variant. Oh, I mean, that that's not the kind of spontaneity I'm looking for. That's not <laughs> my. <laughs> um, oh, do you know what I watched while I was here? I allowed myself a little bit of television. Yeah, I watched Made. Have you seen Made? Made is wonderful. I've seen about half of it. It's really okay. wonderful. Andy McDowell? amazing like a revelation of a person like a person who is just like savoring at like savoring every part of this incredible part of a woman in her what 60s do you think 60s i would say yeah full wrinkle face by the way gray hair gray hair looks amazing i think yeah yeah i agree and i and i like her daughter I think her. Daughter, I like her daughter. Plays, I like her daughter. Plays her daughter, um, Margaret Qualley. Yeah, Margaret Qualley, very appealing actress. I think. Oh, totally. And the whole show's great. But what I keep, I finished it last week, and what I keep thinking about is Andy McDowell. I keep mm-hmm. thinking about. Well, speaking of spontaneity, it's like that's why. That's what made like the fear of being Andy McDowell's character in Made, which we should tell listeners if you haven't seen it, she's like this total free spirit. I mean, also probably undiagnosed bipolar, but yeah. a total free spirit, wild artist who just just cannot get her shit together and what you know is um is in precarious living situations and but is always like, but I'm living, I'm living, I'm living my life. I mean, and that's this, the fear is that it's going to, that you're going to tip over into spontaneity too far, that it's going to get out of control, that it's going to, but, but I thought that I was just like, oh my God, whoever directed this, let this actress in her sixties just do the best work maybe of her career. It's, she's pretty good in that. I mean, you know, have she never got very interesting roles? I mean, she played the pretty girl in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Did she have yeah. like meaningful roles ever? I'm trying to think. Well, she had Sex Lies and Videotape. Oh, that's right. That's right. And she was really um, good in that. She was good in that, but that you know, it's, it's still kind of flat. It's kind of like a. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a clute. Um, Jane Fonda and Clute performance in some ways. It's kind of a flat performance. I mean, it's a great performance, but it's also there's some flatness to it because that's how the role's written, um, like cold and removed. And then she has four weddings and a funeral. And then she has, I don't know. I don't know what else she has. 
I don't. I, but yeah. anyway, she is yeah. she is remarkable in this. I have a slightly different experience watching her in that role, because I think she's amazing in it, and I guess because I I do think the character. You know, they don't say, but I agree with you that the character probably is undiagnosed bipolar. And having been to that place myself, like, that's what informed my watching her. And, it, you know, and it made me very uncomfortable, which I think means she, she did a really good job of portraying yeah. what it feels like to be manic. And part of what it feels like to be manic is really good. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, it, yeah. I mean, I mean, Jamie Lowe talked to us about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so I felt that, but I agree. It's so well worth watching and not considering that it, it, it deals with really bummer topics, not a bummer to watch. And it really, I read somebody said about it, it answers the question, why didn't you just leave really well? Because the right. relationship between Margaret Qualley's character and the man she's had a child with is so complicated and so nuanced and he's not all bad and she's not all good and it it really um uh, whatever yeah no i get i hear you i hear what you're saying and also what it does is it shows a different kind of abuse which mm-hmm. is because we think that abuse has to be we think that abuse has to be so big and it has to be physical and it has to have you know, there have to be like, you know, shots in the police report of bruises on the face or on the body. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she was being emotionally abused by this man, which I don't know if you've ever encountered something like that, but I for sure have. Yeah. And a lot of that was uncomfortable for me to watch because I was like, Oh shit. And they start to control you slowly. And it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, Also, an amazing kid actor. Kid acting is never that good. This kid actor is incredible. The kid who plays um, their daughter. Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is is a remarkable performance from a (laughs) three-year-old. Yeah, I agree. And it it was just, it was a really effective portrayal of poverty. You know, of somebody who's struggling so hard to stay above that line. Yes, yes. Um, And you... It occurred to me, because it was such a subtle um, depiction of that, how unsubtle poverty is, unsubtly poverty is usually portrayed as. Yes. 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 Yeah. And over-dramatized and, you know, it's just, and and made to seem like something that you could get out of easily, you know, but just like a a few right moves and, you know, then you're out of it. That's the, you know, you're playing the American dream. You could win this if you just tried hard enough, you know, but it really shows like, and it shows in a not, not sort of beating you over the head way, but like all the red tape and all of the, just once you're in the system, just everything that has to balance out exactly correctly, just for you to kind of break even. Yep. Yep. Yeah, when they did, they they do this thing where every time she has to pay for something, it kind of flashes up on the screen, like how much money she had and how much money she was about to spend. Am I describing that right? You know. Yes, you're describing exactly right. Like it, it shows you, you know, she works, she works as a job as a maid, and it shows you how much on the on the the side of the screen how much she gets from that, and then it shows her buying groceries and you know the, the. 
what happens then buying her kids shoes and it's just she's always in she's always in the negative yeah yeah no i thought that was really really good and i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna watch the rest of it and like i said i have been watching the wire me once again always up to date on the newest thing (laughs) um but i never watched it and it's a good thing to marathon during covid Oh, it's excellent. I wish I'm jealous. I wish that I had never seen it and I could see it for the first time again. That's it's they, yeah. They just they the, the what they really like they do away with like good and evil on that show, you know. It's just like you just watch everybody trying to get by. And then truly evil things happen. Yeah. Yeah, terrible no. things happen. No, it's like, a it's an amazing show. Where are you Amazing at? Show. Which 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 season are you on? Just started season two. Oh, season two is the docs. Yeah, season two is like I mean it's fine, it's good, but <laughs> it's 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 like I I I want to be in the game. I want to go back. I want to be with Stringer Bell. I want to yeah. be you know yes. Oh my god! And that guy, the one who died, the actor what? who died, Michael Michael K. What was Williams. his name? Michael Michael K. K. Williams. K. Williams. Who plays Omar, who's like the guy who steals from the drug dealers. Yes. Who is just like such an amazing character. And he's gay. And he's gay. Yes, yes, yes. He's he's incredible in that show. Um, I have been watching Succession from here. That's why I looked into getting like a, a VPN that would change my country so that I had access to what everybody's watching in America. Because... God damn, Succession is a perfect show. I, do I don't think I just, so. I do. Do you think so? This season, I find the season really trying. Mm. No, I think it's every episode. I'm just like, wow, that's a, that's, I just can't get over the writing. I think the writing is spectacular. Well, the writing I, is always really good. Wait, you didn't like the episode with Adrian Brody? I thought that was a perfect episode of television. I liked it all right. I just don't like this season as much. I don't. I. I it, it's. I. I just don't like this season as much. It. it it's missing something for me, and I. I can't. I, I. I feel like it's just because they did it all during COVID, and it's just the same way that going to a restaurant is not the same experience it was three years ago. I feel like these shows that were made during COVID, like, just suffer from not being made during normal times and having to deal with all the bullshit everyone has to deal with now. But well, we disagree. Yeah. Yeah, we disagree. We disagree. And I I yeah, I still I I still have very much been like I can't get over um the Kendall Roy character. I can't I just can't get over everything about him, how complicated he. I just can't I can't get over that there's a character on television that's is has so many different facets to him as he does and um yeah, I'm I'm into it. But well, I hear I would agree you with that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. He's a very complicated character. It's impo- it, it isn't it isn't impossible to hate him, but it's it's hard to it's hard to hate him because he's also got a lot of I'm going to use this word and I don't think it's the right word necessarily. He's got a lot of humanity somehow. Yeah. Like not towards others, but he's just so human and flawed and like 
there was there was a scene in the last episode where I was just that was so uncomfortable when he gets up at the um this isn't spoiling anything when he gets up at the stockholders meeting and starts talking. Yes. <laughs> or it's like uh, wow. I thought when he was sitting in at the TV show back in like the control room when Shiv has released that letter about him and he's mm-hmm. just sitting there like that that killed me. Uh, but also just the Adrian Brody episode when he's walking with his father, that whole scene where Logan is has winds up having heat stroke, but that whole, well anyway sorry I don't want to spoil anything for anyone but that whole scene of them talking to each other and having that like very vicious exchange with each other but like actually how realistic it felt. And also Adrian Brody being like the ultimate rich douche, like so mm-hmm. many layers of clothing on. And I was like, yeah. they're, they're getting at, a, they're getting at the way the, 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 how repulsive these people are in a way that I don't know anybody ever has before, because there's also, you know, like you said, there's a humanity to these people, but they're disgusting. Yeah. Well, know. they're terrible people. They're terrible people. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Been but, enjoying um, that and been enjoying Curb Your Enthusiasm. Those have been my shows. Okay, and here's how I feel. I, I, I'm, I'm really feeling about Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, wait, I lost like, you. No, you didn't. I'm here. Oh, here you are. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Go, tell me what were you going to say. Here's what you think about Curb Your Enthusiasm. Go. It's, it's always the same fucking thing. It's just it always, is. And it's hilarious. It's a great thing, but it's always the same fucking thing. It is always the same fucking thing. And I will tell you something. I hated Curb Your Enthusiasm until I lived in L.A. I mean, well, it's probably been, it's probably, it's probably like until I started watching it in L.A. Like I just, there was some reason I was like, no, I don't want to watch this, whatever. I don't know how long it's been on. It might be, the timing might be wrong. But something happened in the last like year or so where I started watching Curb Your Enthusiasm and I was like, oh, I get him. I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. understand his bitterness. I understand this this specific kind of bitterness in this specific environment. Mm-hmm. I did think this this season they had a um had a thing where he was like when he was like your door deaf. I don't know if you've heard this, but no, the, he he's he was slamming doors in one of the episode, and every time, like, and he wasn't doing a purpose. He just was like shutting a door, but he was slamming it. And every time he was leaving room, people thought he was mad at them. And finally, <laughs> somebody says to him, "Are you are you why are you slamming the door? Are you fucking mad? You know, I think it was like Susie or something." And he, she was like, "You're door deaf. You're door deaf. You don't know how you're touching a door." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god! I know people who have done that who always slam a door when they leave." Anyway, every once in a while, it hits on something that gets well, me. Well, and also Susie is one of the great characters ever, ever of all time. Just, just, um, just amazing, amazing. What is so, her name? Esmond. Something Esmond. Is it Susie Esmond? Is that her name? I don't something Esmond. Anyway, she's hilarious. Yeah, it is Susie Esmond. You're right. Good, good recall. <laughs> That's good because, you know, one of the side effects of COVID is confusion. So I don't know how I've come off on this episode. You've come off very, very smart, I think. But who, I think what do so. I know? I haven't talked to anybody, so I don't know. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We are your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, 
please rate and review it. I know I say this every week. It really helps us. Um, if you want to get exclusive bonus episodes, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash everything is fine. We also blog there. We also um, put up some... I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought as I'm saying this, but there's exclusive content on patreon.com slash everything is fine. You can find the show on Instagram at EIF podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Facebook. You can email us at said everything is fine. The podcast at gmail.com. And you can find Kim on her blog, girls of a certain age.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 